At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I am your host, Josh Applebaum. How's everybody doing? Happy Wednesday hump day. We have uh, a little bit of a, not a, I wouldn't say a quantity day, but a quality day, an educational day. We really only have one big game, but I'm really excited to talk about this Sunbelt Funbelt game. It's the only college football game, the only football game in general tonight. It's an 8 o'clock game between South Alabama and Troy. We're seeing some interesting line movement here, and I got some good trends here I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, but I also want to do some updates, and we're going to be all over the place today, guys. So I do want to update some crazy stuff that we saw. Uh, big trade in the NFL, Jalen Ramsey going to the Rams. We had a quarterback switch, Mariota, uh, benched in favor of Tannehill. And it's interesting to see how the market reacted or didn't react to that move. It's also talking to my guy, Michael Lombardi, about uh, how he rates both quarterbacks. You'll be you'll be interested to hear his, uh, his take on that. I also want to talk about an educational aspect of reading juice. The juice, the tax, the commission, uh, also known as the vigor. Vigorous, you have to pay the sports books in order for them to accept your bet. I want to get in the habit of learning to read and monitor how the juice moves and then basically have that, you know, let that basically clue us in as to where the liability is and where the next move is. So uh, I'm going to use the Arizona Cardinals game as an example for that. I'm also seeing sharp money hit a, a few more NFL games. Saw some big moves uh, just over the past 24 hours since we last did the podcast. So we'll hit on that. Um, and then we'll stop with, uh, or we'll end with a little NHL. So uh, buried the lead yesterday. 
Obviously, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't cash either of my uh, my baseball plays. The Nats are just incredible. The Nats, I guess, are just going to continue to roll throughout the playoffs. So I did lean, I did take Cardinals there, and I like the under there, and I lost both. Um, but bearing the lead a little bit, I tell you what, guys, NHL quietly. NHL um, NHL is one of my favorite sports to get down on. It's always kind of one of my least, you know. I guess I put a lot of my time and effort into the big major sports like football, basketball, uh, even to a lesser extent baseball because those are really the the sports that get the most attraction, the most interest. But I tell you what, NHL is quietly, quietly uh, a great sport to bet on, and I'm getting that NHL itch, and it was a great night last night. We talked about four plays, and they went 4-0, which was awesome, and they fit our models basically perfectly. Road teams, big line moves, Rest first, tired. So we'll uh, we'll talk about um, basically. I did more digging today uh, in terms of looking at basically how rest and travel and you know tired legs benefit um, you know a rested team versus a tired team, especially back to back. So we got some stats you guys are gonna love for NHL. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, it was a great night last night. Tampa Bay won one three to one. Arizona uh, Coyotes won four to two. Those Nashville Preds won five to two. And Carolina won 2 nothing, so a clean sweep, sweep in hockey. I never expected a clean sweep, but boy, that was nice. Um, when you're getting getting down on these favorites, you know you're laying a you know a minus number. Always bet to risk, don't bet to win. Um, if you have any um, questions about that, let me know in terms of bankroll management and just you know the importance of betting to risk versus bet to win. Basically, what that means is you know you're betting Tampa Bay last night. Tampa Bay is a they closed around minus 130. You're still betting your regular unit size. So if you're a hundred dollar guy. And you're betting, you know, we recommend, you know, between 1% to 5% of your bankroll per play. Remember, we're not here to get rich overnight, which was that easy. We're here to grind. But you're betting 3 bucks a game. Good medium is 3% of your bankroll for a $100 guy. So if you're betting 3 bucks a game, you're risking $3 on Tampa Bay at minus 130 to win, you know, $2 and change, whatever that is, $2.60. Um, you're not risking you know, that $3 plus to win the $3 back. It sounds a little semantics and it can be kind of wonky, but basically I'm a big proponent of bet to risk, not win, because when you bet to risk, you're just keeping a consistent unit size that's going to really help you to track your plays. It'll also save you from having to lay extra money on a favorite. But really, as a contrarian better, you're, you're typically betting dogs. When you're betting dogs, you're getting plus money payouts. So, um, of course, you know, you win on a favorite. You say, why didn't I risk more? I could have won more. But also, you're going to lose more when you risk more and they lose. Um, but really, it's when you get those dogs, those plus money payouts, betting to risk. That's when you're really going to see a, a change there. So there's a give and take, but I'm just a big proponent of bet to risk, not to win. I just think over the long term, it's just a consistent, easy, disciplined strategy that, that you know, it's just kind of a, you know, set it and forget it. Sweat your game, track your play. Hopefully, you catch your bet. But it'll just it'll just make things really really easy for you over the long run. Bet to risk, not to win. Uh, so, without further ado, I want to start off with a few things. Uh, reminder, as always, guys, make sure you follow Vison on Twitter at Vison Live. Just a constant stream. The best Twitter feed on uh, on on gambling Twitter. I love how uh, the Vison guys just pump out little short videos all day throughout the day about different games. You can hear from all our awesome analysts. Reminder that we do have that NBA betting guide that came out, which is awesome. Point Spread Weekly came out today. So if you have any questions about subscribing, you, uh, maybe you, you know, you've won a few plays with the podcast or the newsletter, and the VEASAN guys, those free those free tweets uh, had, had to help you cash a few bets. Um, help out the team. Sign up for a subscription. It's really not expensive at all. 
Um, and it's uh, you can go to vison.com slash subscribe. You can also find me on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. If you have any questions, I'm always here via email, josh at vison.com. Uh, but yesterday, guys, um, it was a it was a crazy trade in the NFL. It was late night. I saw it go down uh, in case you missed it. I'm sure you guys have all heard, but big trade. Uh, the trade deadline isn't until 4 o'clock on October 29th, so we're still you know a little under you know two weeks away here. But basically, you saw a huge trade here. Jaguars, they sent Jalen Ramsey to the Los Angeles Rams. They got two first-round picks back in return, first-round pick in 2020 and 2021, plus they got a fourth-round pick in 2021. Uh, Rams, earlier in the day, they, they placed Aqib Tlaib on the IR, although I think he's designated he could return in eight weeks. And they did trade Marcus Peters to the Ravens for Kenny Young in a fifth-round pick. So just a huge trade here. Ramsey, obviously, one of your best uh, one of your best corners in the NFL. That was funny when I saw him come to a training camp in that Brinks truck. Uh, just just absurd. Uh, but, hey, he's a real good corner. The Rams kind of looking for a shot in the arm. They started 3-0. and They dropped three straight. Obviously a big trade here. Uh, I'd hate to have to manage that salary cap for them. Though. They have a ton of really high-paid players. So they're really going for it now. Um, and then also, um, you know, we saw some movement here. Obviously, this tells you what the betting markets and the odds makers, you know, how, how they think Ramsey is, you know, going to make a difference here. You saw L.A., their future odds drop a ton with the acquisition of Ramsey. Rams went from plus 3,000 to plus 1,800 to win the Super Bowl at Westgate uh, Superbook. And to win the NFC, they dropped, or it's always semantics, dropped, or did you rise? Basically, their odds got better. Plus 1,500 down to plus 900 to win the NFC. So uh, good movement there toward the Rams. Obviously a huge trade. I'm, I'm sure we'll see more trades as we get closer to the deadline. Uh, but that was just a big one that we mentioned or we saw yesterday. Also, it kind of tells you that, you know, the book the books don't really think. So Ramsey is going to play here, but still a sharp play on Atlanta. We talked about it yesterday, but heavy betting on the Rams. The Rams are, they open as a three-and-a-half point favorite on the road at Atlanta. And they got Ramsey. Ramsey's going to play. We saw that line fall from three and a half down to three. And it's not like with the acquisition of Ramsey, you saw that line go up back to three and a half or to minus four. Line stayed the same. So basically, books are telling you over the long run, you know, Ramsey's going to make a big difference there for LA. But in terms of first week, you know, a quick turnaround here, first game with a new team. Sharp still like the Falcons getting three and a half. Super contrarian reverse line movement. So still some value there on Atlanta. I took a shot on Atlanta plus three and a half. So I really like that play as a as a, just a huge contrarian uh, spot with, with a bunch of sharp action, which which we always love. Uh, the other big thing in the NFL that happened yesterday, you know, it's not really huge, but you know, it is notable. Uh, the Titans they switched from Tannehill or from uh, Mariota to Tannehill, and Tennessee's lost two straight for their last five. The line didn't move at all, and it's still a sharp play on Tennessee. They're playing the Chargers, and Tennessee opened as a one-point home favorite. Uh, Chargers have really been struggling as well. And we saw this line move from minus one to minus two, and it has not moved. So anytime you see lack of movement based on you know quarterback switch, it tells the oddsmakers don't think Mariota down to Tannehill is, is a bit of a, you know, it's, it's not a drop-off. It's really kind of a lateral move. If anything, it's better. Um, on Wednesdays, I always talk to my guy, Michael Lombardi, on the phone. We talk about early games that we're seeing some sharp action on. I tell him, you know, who's who's sharper on the market. He tells me who he likes, X's and O's. And Mike's just getting sharper and sharper each week, which is awesome. He's an old-school football guy who's now uh, getting really good at betting, which is great to see. But he was telling me he thinks Tannehill is even an upgrade here. Um, he can throw the ball down the field more, uh, maybe a shot in the arm, uh, Mariota overrated. And also, he's really down on the Chargers. 
a lot of people still think, oh, the Chargers, you know, they, they made the playoffs. They had a good year last year. They've had a really a bunch of good high draft picks in recent years, and they're kind of just a flashy uh, team that the public likes to bet on. And public's loading up on the Chargers, 60, you know, two-thirds, two-thirds of bets here, almost, almost seven out of ten bets. But yet the line goes Tennessee minus one to minus two. So uh, Michael Lombardi likes Tennessee there. I like Tennessee there. They're now minus two. I'd even consider a money line play. You know, they're, what, on the money line around minus 130. That's kind of a little high, but um, I, I don't have a problem laying that minus two. I'm definitely on Tennessee there. And the lack of movement tells you books are not worried, and Tannehill may even be an upgrade. Um, with that being said, I want to talk about a couple games here, and I want to talk about reading juice movement. Again, we really only have one college football game today, Sun Belt, Fun Belt action. Um, and then we do have some NHL. I told you a minute ago I'm loving NHL. I got three plays for you guys. And we'll dig into a little uh, rest versus rust or, you know, the importance of rest and back-to-back spots. However, I want to use this. Uh, the goal of the podcast, obviously, is, you know, getting you guys plugged into the market, giving you little nuggets, little tips, little trends, letting you know where the sharp action is, how to go contrarian, ideally jumping on good numbers before they fall, you know, obviously you boil it all down to hopefully we're talking about winning plays and you guys are cashing your bets and making money. That's the ultimate goal. But also betting education. To me, that's really big. You know, when I um, I worked at a previous company called Sports Insights, and really my job there, that's where I learned how to go contrarian, and um, that's where I learned how to be a data-driven better. And my, my job there, when I worked there, I worked there for eight years, um, really all, all of my 20s, I'm 32 now, but my job there was to teach new bettors how to make smart bets. And really, you know, when I cash a play, there's nothing better. The adrenaline rush. I mean, I got into betting because I just love betting, man. I, you know, I started off, I lost all the time, but, you know, I could go one in five. But if I won that one game, man, that rush was unlike anything else. And I just love sweating a game. I love having action. I love doing my homework and then making a play, you know, getting, getting, entering the arena. Uh, and I have to get, read you guys the man in the arena quote because uh, it's actually in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, but uh, it's kind of my mantra here. Um, but really with betting, uh, I love cashing a play. I love doing my homework and then making a decision and then getting all behind that team and sweating that play or that total or whatever it is. But I really love betting education because, you know, I've learned a lot, you know, being in the industry here for almost 12 years. And, you know, I've definitely picked up some tips. I am not the sharpest guy in the world. I'm not even close to Billy Walters. But I kind of got a philosophy down, a foundation down. And I know this philosophy and foundation works, being contrarian, being with the house, being on the sharp side of every play. But really with betting education, I love being able to cash a play. There's no better rush for me. But really it's when I can teach tricks or help new bettors make smart bets or help um, new bettors cash plays. That's what I really. That's what I really get excited about, and that, that's what gives me the most um, satisfaction. Gratif- you know, it's gratifying. So I really that that's my goal. So the other part of this podcast is, yeah, hopefully we're talking about winning plays. You guys are making money. You're getting sharper by listening every day. And thank you so much, by the way. I can't tell you how much it means to me. Just having you guys tune in and tweet me and and, and ask questions and um, tell me how you're enjoying it, which is great. But really, it's betting education. I want to give you guys little tips, little tricks of the trade that will make you a sharper, better make you better informed. So one that I want to talk about is reading juice movement. Okay. So I think when it comes to betting, you know, obviously we have a foundation of being contrarian, you know, being on the sharp side of every play, you know, that's the biggest thing overall. However, one thing that I learned a while ago that really helped me is basically reading juice movement. I have a chapter on my book about this, but 
take a step back, what is the juice? You guys all know it, but for anyone new, um, and welcome to anyone new, uh, hopefully this, this podcast will help you get up to speed and uh, save you some, some losses and some, you know, get your learning curve up there. But basically the juice is that little three-digit number to the right of any, of any odds or any line. It'll say, you know, minus 105, minus 110, minus 120. The juice is the tax or the commission that you have to pay the sports book in order for them to accept your bet. It's also known as the VIG. The VIG is short for the vigorish. Um, it's a European term for basically a uh, tax. I, I think it's Russian. Um, could be wrong. Got to check with Putin. But uh, the juice is constantly changing. Okay? The ju- And the juice is built into a money line. But the juice is constantly changing. The juice is moving based on how much action is coming in and what side that action is coming in on. And basically, standard juice is minus 110. But you'll see it go up to, you know, minus 110, minus 115, minus 120. Maybe it drops minus 110 to minus 105. You do see plus money juice sometimes, you know, plus 105, you know, even juice, you know, even 100. But basically, reading juice movement, it's not just about, okay, how did a line move? What did it open at three and it's still at three? You know, it tells you a little bit. Maybe the action is completely split or maybe it's a line freeze. You have heavy betting on one side. You'd think the line would move to that popular side, but it doesn't. Now, that's meaningful. But you really want to dig into what is the juice done from open to current? How did it move? This is why, you know, you need a live odds page if you're a sports better. That's that's your Bible. My live odds page is my baby, um, and a good craftsman never blames his tools. you got to have the tools to succeed here. So having complete line history is really important. But look at the way a juice the juice moves. So basically the way the juice moves is going to tell you which side the liability is for the sports book, and it's also going to allow you to help predict which direction and what number the line goes to next. So here's a good example. Uh, Arizona, New York Giants. Okay, The Giants are home. This is a Sunday game, 1 o'clock, um, in the Meadowlands, and it opened at Giants minus 3. Now, open at standard minus 110, juice, uh, Giants minus 3. Now, I like Arizona here. Okay, Arizona, to me, they're really contrarian. They're only getting a third of bets. Um, it's a line freeze that open at three. It's still at three, even though you have heavy betting on the Giants. Um, also, just have some good X's and O's stuff here. Um, Arizona's been playing well as of late. I'm kind of down on um, Daniel Jones. I was talking to Michael Lombardi. He's telling me how Jones has regressed a lot and kind of going the opposite direction here. But just a bunch of good stuff here. Arizona, uh, obviously, dogs have been killing it this year. Arizona's a dog. They're a road dog, 67% ATS this year. They're a short road dog. We love those short road dogs. So it's kind of just a good contrarian, sharp money line freeze play for me with some good trends for dogs. The other thing, though, is look at the juice movement. It opened at 3, it's still at 3. Now that tells me, right off the bat, heavy betting, Giants, why didn't it go to 3.5? You know, 9 times out of 10, a team's getting two-thirds of bets. They're going to go from minus 3 to minus 3.5, minus 4. That's just standard. That's the books moving that number because they're taking a lot of action on that side, and their goal is to basically make it sweeter or entice betters to bet the other side by giving them a better number so they can limit the risk. Now, books do take a side. They will they will, uh, they will, will take a stand if they know that that side is a sharp play because books always want to be with the sharps because uh, you know that, that's really the long-term approach to be successful and limit your risk and mitigate your liability. But in terms of the juice, the juice opens minus 110 with the Giants. The juice has now moved, depending on what book you look at, the juice is now, um, let's see, it is now Giants minus three at even money. The juice is on the Cardinals plus three at minus 120. You know, that was, um, I was looking at Circa there. 
South Point, similar situation. A bunch of offshore books, uh, market-setting books like Bookmaker and Pinnacle. I always monitor those because those are your sharpest offshore books with highest limits. But um, taking a look at um, another book like Pinnacle, you know, they're showing um, the Cardinals minus 113 and the Giants minus 3 at minus 102. So what I'm getting at is when you see that line, that juice rise and get higher and become a, a, a higher number on one side, it's telling you that that side is the book. That side is the team that the book is worried about. They have liability on. They're making you pay higher juice because that's the side they're worried about. The If you see low juice on one side, like, you know, the Giants here at, you know, minus three at minus 102 or even money or even plus money, plus money with juice doesn't come around often. Usually it's just immediately about to move. But books are handing out that plus money saying, ooh, come and get this plus money. Why? Because basically that's the side they're, they're t- enticing you to bet because that's kind of the sucker side. So Arizona, contrarian, line freeze, and the juice moves Arizona plus 3 minus 110 to plus 3 minus 120. Tells me liabilities on Arizona. Tells me books are worried about Arizona. And it also tells me that the next move here is down to th- is down to 2.5. You know, the juice will, the juice, the highest it's going to get is like minus 125, maybe minus 130. It really doesn't get any higher than that. But minus 110, minus 115, minus 120, the next move is that the line's going to move a half point toward that side. So what that tells me is I'd grab Arizona at three right now. You'd hate to see it, you know, go down to two and a half. Maybe you see buyback on the Giants there. But it's all about reading juice movement, you know, making sure you're on that sharp side, that liability side. Now, if it goes the other way, I would still like Arizona as a contrarian play, but let's say it flipped and it was Giants minus three at minus 120. You like Arizona there, you want to wait because most likely Giants minus three minus 120 will then move to Giants minus three and a half, and you'd want the hook with Arizona. So I know it can be confusing. It takes some time to really see how these, the you know, to get in the habit of reading juice, but I just want to hammer that fact home that reading juice is really important. It can give you insight into where the liability is. So for this example, you know, Arizona. Basically, long story short, this actually likes Arizona even more. Contrarian, road dog, line freeze, and then juice. They're juicing up the Arizona side. So that's uh, just something to keep in mind. A couple of the games before we uh, flip over to our big college football game and then a little uh, NHL tonight. Um, one that really caught my eye that I wanted to mention was the Oakland Raiders. It's a 1 o'clock game. It's a low bet game. You've seen the Oakland Raiders go from plus 6.5 down to plus 5.5. Some books are even down to plus 5. Some books are even down to, let's see, four and a half, which is crazy. Uh, but Oakland receiving a bunch of sharp action here. Um, they're coming off uh, a big win. They're also coming off a bye. Um, they went to across the pond and, and beat, um, who was that, uh, Chicago Bears. So buy low on Oakland. Oakland getting a bunch of sharp action. If you could get them closer to six, that's really ideally what you're looking for. Um, but it looks like it's just going to fall further to Oakland. So Oakland is really sharp here. Uh, Baltimore, Baltimore's another game I'm looking at. See that line fall four to three and a half. Again, juice to Baltimore is now plus three and a half, minus 120. So it looks like it may even fall to three. So Baltimore's another sharp play. Um, the other one is the Jets. Man, the Jets. Um, this game is two-thirds of bets, Monday Night Football on the Pats. Line open at 10. It's now down to nine and a half. Ten is kind of a key number. So if you can get a 10, Jets 10 is really what the Sharps like here. I uh, have seen some buyback here when it's Pats minus 9.5. Maybe it lands right on 10. 
Um, but that's really key there. If you're on the favorite, you want the minus 9.5. If you're on the dog, you want the plus 10. Uh, but Jets are looking really good, especially with Darnold coming back Monday night. They're super contrarian, divisional dog. So Jets are getting a bunch of sharp action. And then kind of buried the lead, but really love Denver tomorrow night. We'll talk about that in the podcast tomorrow. But Denver goes from plus plus four down to plus three. And uh, got to get the hook on that one. I jumped on Denver at three and a half. Uh, the hook is critical there. And it looks like it's about even juice here. Maybe it comes back game day, but keep an eye out for that. Hold out for that three and a half. Let's talk a little college football. Got a big game tonight. It is the Sun Belt, a.k.a. the Fun Belt, and this is uh, South Alabama at Troy. It's an 8 p.m. Eastern time game. So, if we're taking a look at it, right off the bat, South Alabama's 1-5, Troy's 2-3. Um, Troy opened as a 14.5-point favorite. They're all the way up to minus 17. Uh, I did highlight, um, you know, kind of how the line didn't move at all in the newsletter today, which made me like South Alabama. I have gotten a lot of uh, tweets and people reaching out saying, hey, you know, you still like South Alabama. They're now at 17. I still do like South Alabama. We'll talk for uh, a reason why in a second. Uh, I thought that it was already known that the quarterback was going to play this game, but he did, did get upgraded to probable Caleb Barker. So I think it's kind of just a um, – it's really not a sharp play. You know, it's heavy betting anyway. Um, and that move to, uh, to to Troy is kind of more public, maybe just being aware of that injury. But taking a step back, just some background here. Um, South Alabama was 1-5. Um, they've lost four in a row. But they've been covering. South Alabama uh, has been basically much better against the spread. They're 3-3. Three and three. And Troy, um, they've also dropped two in a row last week. Um, or their last game, they were a 24.5-point dog, and they lost to Missouri 41-10. to 10. Troy's only 1-4 against the spread. Their defense is about even. They're both giving up around 30 points a game. The difference is their offense. South Alabama's only averaging about 17 points a game. Troy's averaging about 35. So big advantage there to Troy. Um, take a look though, uh, open at 14 and a half. It's now up to 17. I try to get a 17 and a half with South Alabama. I like the edge here to South Alabama because, um, number one, heavy betting on Troy, three out of four bets are on Troy. Troy is just a bigger name school. Um, you know, and they also have a better record and this is the only game in town tonight. So public bettors are going to bet this game just because they're thirsty for action. They're going to bet the bigger name school. They're going to bet the favorite, the home team. It's a big public play. There's nothing else going on. It's going to be really heavily bet. And I like how these two teams are really unknown, and an average Joe knows nothing about these two teams. But they're going to take that favorite, that home team. So I like that, you know, it's kind of a blind public play to Troy. South Alabama, now one thing I really like about South Alabama, this one's crazy. Obviously, they're going to be contrarian heavily bet game. You're getting an inflated line here if you get 17. Uh, talking about juice movement, you may even be able to get 17 and a half. That would be nice. Uh, square book might be hanging, hanging the hook there. But it's a conference game, uh, which we always like those conference dogs, the built-in familiarity, levels of playing field, benefits the team getting points, and also the kind of that rivalry aspect. But this one's crazy, guys. I dialed this up um, using my uh, my Bet Labs database. Uh, I love uh, my friends at Bet Labs who allow me to um, basically have created so many systems throughout the years, and it really helps me betting, not just looking at current situations, but past historical data. Um, so love using Bet Labs. But really, if you look at the Sun Belt road teams in conference games. Two teams from the Sun Belt playing each other. That road team, very simple. That road team since 05 is 301 and 209 ATS. That's a 59% cover streak or cover rate. You're up 77 units. It's a 15% ROI. It's a two point cover margin. And it's very simple. It's just Sun Belt road teams. We saw it um, 
let's see, uh, the other day, Georgia State covered in this spot. You also saw uh, UL Monroe cover in this spot. App State covered in this spot. So it's 6-4 uh, it's and four ATS this year. And it's very simple. These road teams in these Sun Belt games have a lot of value. And it's not overfitted. It's just pretty simple. So South Alabama, that Sun Belt road com- uh, conference spot. So I like that. Now, the other thing um, that I was looking is South Alabama does have a couple more days of rest. They last played October 3rd. Troy last played October 5th. Um, but again, contrarian, I'm going South Alabama. Uh, I think it's 17 and a half. That, that is your, your great spot there. Um, the other thing I like about this game is the under. Now, if you take a look, the under, it's around 55 and a half. It opened at around 56, so you've seen it fall. This is a good sharp under for a couple reasons. Um, number one, early week unders. Um, by the way, we talk about this you know, every podcast, but Thursday night, college football unders absolutely kill it, uh, especially um, in conference play. But if you look at college football, game is played on either a Tuesday or a Wednesday since 05, the under is 56%. So really, really hang your hat on it. Consistent year to year, early week. Maybe, um, you know, coaches don't put in some elaborate game plan. They dumb it down for their players and more running the ball, chewing up the clock, unders, especially these conference games. It's like that we have an early week match there. Also conference unders this year, they're 89 and 76 against the spread, or sorry, 89 and 76 uh, to the under cashing at a 54% rate, so a good conference spot. Again, familiarity benefits that defense. Also a little cherry on top, the weather. Wind is about 7 to 10 miles an hour tonight, and you did see some sharp action on the under, under 56.5 is really your, your best spot here. But if you can get under 55.5 or more like that. Also, I like that it's, it's good weather for wind, and it's not too hot. It's around high 60s here. And when you look at situations where the wind is 8 miles an hour or more and the total stays the same or falls 56%, when it's 8 miles an hour or more and the temperature is less than 70, this spot is 30 and 17 to the under. 64% this year. It's 56% historically. So good stuff on the under. Um, I am taking a shot on South Alabama. I know that line move is worrisome. You know, if you locked up at 15 and a half like an idiot like me, you're saying, you know, uh, I'm an idiot. I'm going to get beat by the closing line there. Still like this spot, though. If you're late to the party, you're getting an even better number. But if you're worried about that movement, uh, definitely a good underplay if you can get under 55.5 or more like that spot. The other little edge here um, is that the South Alabama head coach, this guy Steve Campbell, he used to play uh, at Troy. So he knows the program. And last year, um, South Alabama lost 38 to 17 against Troy, so it's a little, um, it's, it's a little bit of a you know a pissed off motivational bounce back spot for South Alabama. So I like that, I like that play with the points, and I like the under as well. And uh, in this matchup, I want to say the road team is like five and two in their last seven. I was reading something about how they called the Battle of the Belt. <laughs> I always I got to do my research with these spots, and I'm a New Englander. I'm really I'm not a huge. Uh, I don't have a college football team really. I'm, I'm a I'm a pro. I'm a pro better, really. We just don't have any good teams. We have Boston College. That's about it around here. UMass is terrible. Um, so we, we don't have any good college football in New England. Um, so I always like reading about this stuff. But, yeah, battle for the belt. This is a grudge match, and um, I like kind of that rivalry aspect. So go South Alabama, keep it close, and go under in that one. Uh, now I want to flip to a little hockey. Let's talk some hockey, guys. Had a great night last night. Let's keep it going. Now, 
I've been diving into hockey more and more because I am just loving hockey, okay? Pretty soon basketball is coming around the corner. It actually starts um, on, I believe, next Tuesday. So a uh, reminder, we do have that betting guide at VEASAN. Get you, get you started. Get you ready for uh, for basketball. And I tell you what, my guy, JVT, Jonathan Van Tobel, he put in a lot of work for that betting guide, and he has some great team-by-team previews. So keep an eye out for that. Um, but basketball is coming back. Pretty soon we got NBA. Pretty soon we got college. It's going to get busy around here. But I don't want to lose sight of hockey. I think hockey, um, I feel really good about a couple edges that I started the season with. We talked about road teams because home ice really isn't a big thing. It's overvalued. And also favorites. It's a favorite sport. So remember, we can't just blindly be contrarian. You know, yes, we'll mostly be on dogs and unders, but um, every sport's different. So the fact that hockey's a less a lower bet sport, really have no contrarian value, but you do have an edge to road teams and favorites. But the other thing I want to hit on is rest. Now, I'm diving deep into rest. And by the way, uh, definitely read that article on ESPN from Baxter Holmes about sleep deprivation in the NBA. And it really got me thinking about hockey as well. Um, but I read, stayed up late and read that article. It was really interesting. But it got me thinking about hockey. It got me thinking about um, situations where hockey is a, it's a really, really demanding sport. You know, these guys are warriors. They put themselves through absolute hell. Obviously, football is the most violent sport. But I would, I would argue that hockey is the most maybe physically taxing you play much more often. The checks that these guys pound each other into the boards every single, you know, every single shift. It's just a really tough sport. And when you can get a couple days off, that's a huge benefit. When you can, when you are playing a back-to-back, that's a huge detriment. So, just a couple things I want to hit on. I came up with a bunch, a couple more systems I want to share with you guys, and I think they're going to benefit us a lot. So the first one is when you're looking at a team that has had between two and four days off and they're playing a team that's on the second night of a back-to-back, those teams are 56.8%. You're only up three units, but it's blindly profitable. You know, you're not breaking the bank here. My whole goal here is just to lay a foundation and we'll add on filters to make it even better. But just remember, a team has had two to four days off. The opponent, the opposing team, has is a back-to-back. They played the previous night. That team that's rested has... Blindly even profitable. Again, not breaking the bank. You're only up three units. It's really nothing in the grand scheme of things, but it is profitable. Now we want to layer in a couple more things. So if you can look at a situation where a team is um, three to four days off, so not two to four, three to four days off, the opponent is coming off a back-to-back, and that opponent is coming off a win. So basically last night that team won. Now it's their second night of a back-to-back against a team that's rested. They won last night. Maybe they're not as hungry. This spot here is 58.7%. You're up 26 units. You're a little less than a 5% ROI, consistent year to year. So not only is it a rested team against a tired team, but that tired team won last night, so they're not as hungry. And also, back, you know, usually back-to-back, you're going to switch your goalie, put your backup goalie in that second game. So that's a, that's a good edge there to that, that rested team against a team coming off a win. The other one is uh, another motivational spot, but if you look at a team that's off, uh, been off two to four days, the opposing team is on a back-to-back, and that team with rest is coming off a loss, so they're hungrier, they want to bounce back and get a win, and they're rested and the opponent is not, those teams are 57%, you're up 49 units, it's a much bigger sample size, it's a grinder system, it's only a 3% ROI, but it's consistent year to year. So, I want to get 
into, you know, obviously, so really we're trying to hone in our, our blueprint for hockey. Road teams, favorites, road favorites, but also rest. We want these rested teams against tired teams. We want rested teams coming off a loss against tired teams. We want rested teams playing a tired team who came off a win. I know I just threw a lot at you guys. We'll talk about it at, you know every single day. But we got three matches tonight. Okay, So these are, these are the three matches that I'm sweating. Um, our three matches are the Edmonton Oilers, the San Jose Sharks, and the Washington Capitals. So if you take a look at each one of these, um, first one here, uh, look at the Caps. Caps are at home against Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, the Caps are, uh, they've had two or more days off. The Maple Leafs played last night, and um, the Caps lost their last game. So this would be your uh, rested team off a loss versus a tired team. Washington, they got uh, Sergei Samsonov in goal. No, I, I think it's Ivan Samsonov. Uh, Toronto's got Hutchinson in there. But Washington matches, uh, motivation off a loss, rested. Toronto's tired. Uh, Toronto played last night, and um, Toronto won 4-2. to two. So, again, um, less motivation to win tonight going into a hostile environment. This game opened at Washington, minus 115. And even though you had that goalie switch, uh, the Caps are up to minus 130. So I like the Caps there. I'm taking a shot on the Caps, minus 130. Uh, rest versus tired. Another one is Philadelphia against Edmonton Oilers. Um this game opened around minus 120-ish. It's around minus 125 now. Edmonton, um, <clears throat> they're at home. I know we do prefer these road favorites, but uh, favorite at home is a good spot as well. But this is a rested team off a loss against a tired team. So Edmonton, um, they played, let's see. They played yesterday. They did, right? Or what? No, they, they've, they've uh, only had... T- okay, Edmonton would still match, but um, basically... Or sorry, Philadelphia. I'm an idiot. Flip it. Yeah, it's Philadelphia. I always get screwed up here. But yeah, Philadelphia played last night. They lost 3-1. to one. Um, Edmonton is coming off um, at least two days of rest, between two and four days of rest. But Philly played last night. Edmonton is rested. And um, the previous game, um, Edmonton lost. Yeah, I got that right. Sorry, I'm confusing myself. This is getting way too nitty-gritty. But Edmonton, long story short, is a match here. Uh, arrested team versus a tired team, and Edmonton coming off a loss. Motivation bounce back. Edmonton around minus 125, so go Oilers. Go Connor McDavid. Light it up tonight, buddy. Last match, Carolina. San Jose Sharks. Carolina came up huge for us. Carolina cashed 2-0 yesterday as that um, rested road team visiting favorite, which was a great hit with our 4-0 day yesterday. But now they are in a back-to-back. They're at San Jose. And San Jose, really good sharp spot here. Uh, San Jose is um, coming off three days of rest. Tired team Carolina played last night. And Carolina won last night. So basically, you know, motivation is lessened based on that win. They got the win. They're on the road. They're on a road trip. So it's not like they need this game. Obviously, you want to win every game. You're a professional player. But I also like how Carolina is 6-1, San Jose is 2-4. So it looks like, you know, how can you not take Carolina with plus money? Carolina is, you know, plus 115. Um, how do you not grab them? But this is a good spot for San Jose. And I also like this line movement. If you can add line movement, that's the cherry on top. San Jose open around minus 115 there, all the way up to minus 135. So love that spot with San Jose. So just remember, rest, 
First tired teams, you want that rested team. You want to fade that tired team. You want that rested team if they're coming off a loss because they're more motivated. You want to bet against that tired team if they're coming off a win because they're less motivated. So the three plays tonight would be the Washington Capitals, around minus 130, the Edmonton Oilers, around minus 125, and the San Jose Sharks, around minus 130, 32, around there. Uh, So Sharks, Caps, Oilers. Um, That's it, guys. Another day in the books. Uh, Another awesome podcast, so thank you for tuning in. Um, as we're speaking, I am seeing some movement there toward Denver. Looks like Denver may even go to go to two and a half, which is crazy for tomorrow night. Hope you got the hook there, three and a half. Uh, but there you have it. Another podcast in the books, episode thirteen. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, I uh, I'm such I'm so honored to host this this podcast. Remember, it is now on iTunes. It is on Spotify. It is on uh, Google Podcasts. Also on, I think it's called Titcher or Twitcher. Or something. I don't even know what it is, but apparently the the kids love it. It's a new uh, it's a new way to listen to podcasts. So uh, if you guys want to make my day, follow the Veasan Market Insights podcast. Um, like it, give it five stars, give it a review. Hopefully we're uh, we're making you um, a smarter, better. Hopefully you're enjoying it. Maybe you're coming home from work, you're you're riding in the car, you're on the subway, you're at home, whatever you're doing, you're killing time. You're putting on the background as you're making a nice dinner for the wife or the GF or for yourself. Who cares? Um, but seriously, guys, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Tomorrow's a big day because we have Thursday night football, KC Denver. Uh, we also have two college games. Remember that Thursday night trend on the under, and we also have some MLB. Today's I buried the lead here, but Yankees Houston got rained out, so tomorrow will be Grinky against Tanaka. Tanaka and the Yankees around minus 130 at home, uh, and Jesus betting against Garrett Cole. Uh, never fun. Learned that the hard way yesterday, uh, but that's it, guys. Hope you have a great day. Remember, hit me up if you need anything at Josh underscore insights on Twitter, Josh at VEASAN.com via email, and, uh, and we'll be back at it tomorrow. Hope you enjoy your Wednesday. Have fun. Cash your tickets. I'll see you at the window, and uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Take care, guys. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.